Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Hello there, co-host and bestie. Hey, Tracy. How are you today? I'm good. Hanging in? Hey, yeah, hanging it's, in. It's a beautiful day like to a be monkey hanging in. Off a tree. <laughs> one arm. <laughs> All right. As long as you got one, that's good. Yeah. And you start hanging from your tail, that's a problem. <laughs> right. Well, friends, if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome aboard to the Life Happens Life Anyway train. Uh, we're just two best friends that decided over the pod or over the pandemic to create a podcast, and here we are mm-hmm. at episode one thirty two. How about that? We're committers. I know. I'm quite impressed. I am too. Uh, today's topic is an interesting one. We think it's interesting, so we're hopeful. You it know, it is. Come on now. I know it is interesting. Mm-hmm. We're calling it. What would I tell my younger self? Yeah. So if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something, what would you tell your younger self? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We have some takeaways. We're going to talk about our own do-overs, maybe. You know, like what kind of advice we would give. Ourselves. Right. And and the hope then is that you listeners could hear this advice and, and maybe you would go, yeah, I would do that too. And maybe we can all learn from our past mistakes or regrets or things we wish we could do over. And then we can do better. Yeah, I felt pretty vulnerable when I was looking at this as if it were a do-over. I was like, ooh, this makes me sound terrible. But then when I looked at it as what would I tell my younger self, I was like, oh, that's a little bit better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, secondly, we, we're going to go over 10 common regrets that older people have. There's an article that Catherine found online, so we're going to highlight that. And then finally, we're going to talk about moving forward. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do? Okay, everybody makes mistakes. We're all just putting one foot in front of the other. For sure. And how do you shake it off and move forward? Uh, and of course, as always, we have a little spiritual encouragement at the end. So stay tuned all the way to the end because you don't want to miss that. We do have sponsors. Catherine, tell our listeners about our sponsors. Our sponsors help us move this forward and yeah. they help support the uh, platform that we use. It, it costs money every month. It's very easy if you want to become a contributor. We call them humor contributors. We thank you for all of those who are supporting the podcast. <laughs> and if you'd like to get involved, it's only $5 a month. You don't get anything extra for it except our gratitude, which we're very grateful. Well, sometimes a video. Once in a while. We're learning how to do video and get it all technology set up. But we've tried so many times different things and it's been a big fail. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that we have to pay for our, is like, you know, <laughs> right, so we education. Can learn, learn something. <laughs> Oh, that is so true. And we're so poor. No, so. no, no. We're rich with love. That's what I used to tell my kids all the time. Yeah. We're rich with love. Mm. Get in there that and means share some we're poor. Love. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, you can support the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast with $5 a month by going to our Patreon page. And um, it's, in our, it's in the show notes. So check it out. All right. Mm. Let, let's get in here. Our do-overs. Mm-hmm. What say you, Catherine Shipman? So we have some categories. Yes. And the first category that I wrote down was financial. Okay. I would tell my younger self. Uh-huh. <laughs> invest young, borrow less, spend less, save more, period. Yeah. That's it. Right. That's what I would say. And did I hear that advo- advice when I was younger? Mm, Probably. Somewhere. Probably. Yeah. Did I listen? Partially. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. Yeah. I do wish that we had invested at a younger age than what we did. Okay. So, and same here. I mean, so heads up to anybody listening, 
start investing, investing in your future, putting stuff away for your retirement, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And if you haven't done it yet, the best time to start then is now. Mm -hmm. Don't wait anymore. Right. So that's what I put down for financial. How about you? I was thinking about the financial piece and I remember my father many years ago saying, you should save 5% of every dollar you make. I mean, this was when I had my first job when I was 12 years old, you know. Yeah. You should save 5% of everything you make. And I can't say that I've done that, you know. Mm. I mean, I definitely have done some of it, but just not perfectly. The other, so I would definitely say save a percentage. Pick a percentage and 5% is nice. So mm-hmm. say, if you save 5% of every single thing that you make and you never touch it, yeah. Like you're not saving it for a car or you're not saving it for whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like just for the future. Right. That's probably a good idea. Um, I I would say to my younger self, get on a budget and stick to it. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost I'm almost wanting to say that to myself today. <laughs> you know what? I got something to say about this. Uh-oh. Okay. My, my whole life, my whole adult life, yes. budgeting has been like how some people diet. I mean, I will just be gung-ho, you know, go hard on budgeting, super strict, and then in for a season. So you're up and down. Yes. <laughs> that's what I mean by how but some people diet. diet. <laughs> yes. Well, I get it. And then, you know, and then there's periods, seasons where, you know, Kenny will say, you want to go out to eat? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you got money? Well, you're hungry. I don't have money. You have money. <laughs> it's it's okay it's challenging and it takes discipline to do a budget but we can do it totally yeah just listen to dave ramsey you'll get yourself on a budget Mm -hmm. uh the other thing i thought about finances is no loans for things that have wheels and motors you know like cars and motorcycles and and then i thought of like like jet skis they don't have wheels but they do have a motor yeah so just toys and vehicles and campers and all of that kind of Mm. stuff i think that if one disciplines themselves to not have loans for those types of things, like if you have the money, you have the cash and you can buy it, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. That's why I said, right, borrow less, yeah. spend less, save more. Another one I put on here was to only, um, if I could speak to young Tracy, mm-hmm. I would say only pay cash for vacations, Tracy. Mm. <laughs> Don't go on any vacations that are like on the credit, credit card. card. <laughs> yeah, because we did that once. And yeah, we definitely needed the vacation, you know, mm-hmm. and you could justify it, you know. Ten sick, ways yeah, upside down. Absolutely. But shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um. So that's about it for okay, the good. money side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I All guess right. I would add to give generously. Yeah. When you were talking about uh, saving 5% that your dad told yeah. you that, I was thinking, just popped in my mind like, oh, you know, I didn't become a Christian until I was an adult, mm-hmm. but I didn't even understand tithing until I was few years into yeah my christian walk so i would have tithed at an earlier age as well yeah and i think that even now as here we sit in our 50s it's a good reminder to us to say okay budget your funds because we do have funds coming in we still work you know and Mm we we have income budget your funds so that you can give generously yes and look for causes to give i mean obviously your church mm-hmm. but also missionaries or good causes yeah absolutely so i think it's really it's gratifying a good thing for mankind mm-hmm. <laughs> for our fellow man <laughs> right. all right what's another category you got there i have relationship advice yeah okay so i wrote a lot on here and i scribbled a lot too mm-hmm 
um, one thing that's popping out at me is that in relationships, it's okay to say no to oh, some. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yes. I would tell my younger self that for sure. Yes. Because I used to say yes to everything. <laughs> yes. And it's okay to be kind, but also firm at the same time. With relationships. In yeah, relationships. That's a good, good point. Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to save this for the parenting category, but uh-huh. I'm just going to put it in relationship because it's relationship with my kids. I would have spent more quality or better quality time with them. Now, we were always with them. Right. I just, I'm just saying that some of the moving... Oh, here comes the coffee. Here. Thank you, Muffin. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> this, I really appreciate this. This is the oh. second time. Hold on. We got to take yeah. a sip. This is the second time that we've been recording that we're, we're both <sighs> kind of feeling just like dragging a little Gosh. bit. It's yes. perfect. Because it's later in the afternoon. Yeah. We got to get back to recording in the mornings. Yeah, I agree. Oh my gosh. He's got you it just have right. to tell Muffin that he made this just right. <laughs> I'll tell him. Okay. Catherine, I'll tell him too. Catherine likes a certain number of granules of sugar in her coffee. It's not just like two teaspoons, it's like 40,000 granules. Exactly, please. <laughs> I'm not that high maintenance, but okay. That's okay. It is, I, yeah, I guess I am. With well, with coffee. With coffee. With coffee. When we go to McDonald's to get it's it hilarious. and I'm driving, I do not pull away <laughs> until she takes a sip. Because well, she has to sip it to see if it's right. Because if it's not right, then I got to rap on the window. Hey. But to be fair, it sometimes is because I'll ask for the two sugars and they will give like the diet sugar. What's it called? Like, I don't know. Sp- I don't know. Splenda or something like that. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what was that? Or they'll put way too much in and that's not good. No. It's like $2 now for a coffee. Yeah. So, so we've got cars honking behind us going, get out of the way. I want my Big Mac. Not true because I would freak and I would say, let's go. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Where were we? Relationships. Yeah, so you time said. Time with my kids. Better oh, right. time quality with your kids. time. So like I said, we, I mean, they were always with us. We took them everywhere and Mm-hmm. But and I'll get to that more with the parenting thing. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like if I got down on the ground and then played with them more um, when I went to the park with them. Remember the time we took the kids to the hill in Frankfurt for oh, sledding? Yes, that was fun. And we just sat in the car. Yeah, we just sat in the car, you and I. OK, I'm going to tell you what. Those kids had a good time. I know. They didn't need us out in the cold freezing with them. They were having a blast. We were watching the hot chocolate in my heated car or your <laughs> heated car, wherever we yeah, were. Yeah. No, it well, was fine. We're good moms. Well, yes. No, no, not well, yes. Mm. Hell yes. <laughs> we were good moms. Crazy woman. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you? Okay. For relationships, here's something that I've learned in my 57 years. Mm-hmm. If somebody shows you who they are, believe them. What do you mean? I mean, like, if they show you, like, um, oh, you know, I'm going to talk about you behind my back, you know, or if they show you some manipulative ways, you oh, know what I mean? We're going on the, uh, going oh, we're on the on dark the different side. side. Going yeah. on the dark side. Uh, okay. I wasn't expecting this. If you don't have something nice to say, come sit next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying. No, I know you're not. Okay, what I, I you're actually, not. what I'm saying is very similar to what you just said in it's okay to say no. Yeah. And what, I, what okay. I'm getting at with relationships is that I'm 57 now, yeah. but even 20 years ago, mm-hmm. right? When I was 37, you, you're grown, right? Mm-hmm. You're grown. 
but I would have more of a tendency to try to um, preserve every friendship, every relationship that I ever had, you know? And I'm just saying that everybody out there is not 100% for you. It's just a fact. Yeah. Now, we we can go through life assuming that everybody is for us, and I think that's healthy. It's good. Mm-hmm. Give everybody a chance, right? Everybody's for me and all of that. But if somebody shows you I see. I that see. they're yeah. not for you, mm. it is fine for you to believe them and not try to convince them otherwise. Like you don't, your validation, your worth as a person mm-hmm. does not come out of somebody else's true that praise or adoration of you. Right. And there are people who will just be downright nasty to you. Just saying. This has happened to me. It happened to me. Somebody's scarred. <laughs> I'm a good friend, Catherine, but don't tick you, me off. Yes. Do not. <laughs> do not tick her off. Same. I've I've grown yeah. hair. Well, <laughs> phantom ones (laughs) okay and sometimes i think it takes us women longer to really have the grit that it takes i disagree i think younger people i think most women are fiercely like you're not gonna tread on my toes you know i really think that well it depends i guess we can't we can't classify women in a category because everybody's so individual and it all depends on True. Who you are, where you are, emotionally, all of that stuff. So I'm, I'm only going to speak for myself. Yeah. I. But on that note, I do think that like um, media and uh, movies and all, the TikTok That's and true. everything now is grooming people to be all about their rights and their, that well, could basically be. their rights. You that know? could be. Yeah. Entitlement type thing. Um, another thing about relationships, I think if, if people walk out of your life, you know, like if they, if they just don't want anything to do with you or whatever, let them go. Don't go chasing anybody. And I, I'm not saying this necessarily with a romantic relationship because I haven't had that with Ron. Mm-hmm. You know, he's here. He just brought us coffee. <laughs> Wonderful man. Thank you, Muffin. Uh, but Sponsor. <laughs> he is a sponsor. But if people don't want to be your friend or they treat you badly or whatever, let them go. It doesn't mean, and I think in the Christian culture, at least from my perspective, you know, we all have to get along and we, we all have to be brothers and sisters in Christ and blah, blah, blah. But here's what I, here's my thing. I can love you from afar. We don't have to be besties. Not you. We do have we to have, be besties. Yes, we have to be. You are lassoed. <laughs> you know too much. But we can still be in fellowship together. We can still be in church together. We can still be in the neighborhood together. We don't have to be buds. I yeah. can love you from a distance. As you say that, uh, you know what book I was, I just told you that recently that I got rid of a bunch of books yes. that I never read. Oh. One of them was No More no more Miss Christian Nice Girl or something oh, like that. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm past that maybe. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never read it. I'm oh, never going to read it. it. And you know, the healthy thing about it is like with conflict resolution, everybody's got their own style of conflict resolution, whether you realize it or not. Some of it comes from how we were raised and some of it is just from our environment. Some of it's from our personality, from our birth order, from, you know, how we feel that day, whatever. Yeah. But if your conflict resolution style is different than somebody else's you know it's okay it is totally fine yeah I do think though that if it's a friendship that you value and that person has 
like ghosted you or something i i think it's okay to say hey what if you value that relationship like hey what what's wrong and if that person has something that that you can resolve or you can say oh i didn't mean that or let's fix this yeah i think that that's okay but I if agree. they're if they're not wanting to then yeah i think we have to yeah I agree with you 100%. Yes, definitely give people a chance and try to, you know, preserve as well as resolve. But if you see that the, you know, the dead horse is no longer wanting to be beaten. Yeah. Just let it die. So um, I'm not sure if you said this or not, but also on relationship Mm -hmm. advice that I would give my younger self, I would definitely set better boundaries. Which I think you said that. Well, we're Did both talking that? about saying no to things. That's a that's a form of um, a setting form boundaries, of mm-hmm. as well as pushing people at an arm's length is another way of setting a healthy boundary. Yeah, there's been a few relationships that I've had where I do wish I had set better boundaries. Yeah, yeah, and you know, we're not condoning um, dumping people or cutting people off just like we just said you know we're not condoning that we believe in restoration we believe in um the power of prayer we believe in repentance we believe in i'm sorry's and forgiveness and accepting apologies and all of that yeah we're not saying throw in the towel no right right no especially not for your really close Mm tight-knit you know like your parents your siblings your spouse your children no you fight for those relationships i'm talking about the auxiliary relationships of that are toxic perhaps exactly or not what you thought they were that type of thing right yeah right Uh, that got deep (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah right (laughs) okay well moving on yeah spiritual is the next one on Uh our list and i would have told myself well first of all i don't know how you tell yourself to um commit to the lord at a younger age like i i didn't know to Right. Yeah. Till I was, um, I don't know. I think I was in my early thirties, maybe thirty. Yeah. So anyway, so I would definitely tell my younger self that that life would be so much brighter and more hopeful and better. Um, you you know you're just more equipped to handle the tough stuff when you have a relationship with the Lord. So I would um I would have told myself that. Yeah. And I, I don't know how I could, I did write down, devote myself more, commit more, but I don't know how I can, I guess I, I guess I can devote more and commit more. We can always do more maybe. Yeah. But those are the only things that really came to my mind for spiritual. Also, I wrote down, um, listen to others' wisdom. Yeah, uh, wisdom. Other, right. Yeah, other Christian, you know people Mm -hmm. and and their influence and listen to their wisdom yeah i think that's all good advice of course you Mm -hmm. know and i would say same yeah and in addition to those things i would say just keep doing what you're doing because when you don't know what you don't know Mm -hmm. right so when you were before you really were um introduced to, to christianity in the form that you're experiencing it now yeah like with discipline right you just didn't know that those maybe you felt in your heart a longing for god a a desire to have a spiritual connection but you didn't know what you didn't know and so once you did know you acted upon that so i would just say that is so fantastic and continue to do that yeah keep going to bible study keep going to prayer 
keep going to worship, even though we're doing all of these things with groups of people. So mm-hmm. there's d- differences of opinions. There's muckety-muck. Yeah, muckety-muck. <laughs> you know how you said, just just keep growing and just keep, you know, seeking. I wrote that down somewhere, yes. but now I, I don't know where I put it. Keep seeking. Keep seeking. I think of myself this way a lot. So when I was young, I read that book, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yeah. Well... I long forgot what that was all about. Just the basic things I remembered. But, yeah. And it's by Judy Bloom. Well, the movie recently came out. And I look back, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I was kind of like that. Like, yeah. just looking for God. I remember just, like, looking up in the sky and just, just being like, you up there? <laughs> How can you have a son? How was that possible? Yeah. So, yeah, it started young. Yeah. The seeking. Yeah. I think that that's uh, something that God puts in us and mm-hmm. don't. Don't put that fire out. Yeah. You know, if it's a little spark, let it grow. Yeah. And let it burn into a big inferno. Mm-hmm. Uh, spiritually wise, I would also say um, I'm for, for the first time in my whole Christian life, I'm reading through the Bible with our church, yeah. you know, doing the app, reading mm-hmm. through the Bible in a year. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of January, when we started this, and this is 2023, I said to myself, okay. I can do this mm-hmm. because I've never done it. Yeah. And when you're trying to do something that you've never done, it's a little daunting. And, yeah. you know, beginning yeah. of the year, kind of, I kind of felt like it fit into like a New Year's resolution type thing. Like, I'm going to make this New Year's resolution. And so I was just afraid of failure a little bit. But doing it with our church um, has built in some accountability. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then I gave myself permission to get three days behind. So if I get three days behind, I'm going to binge it until I'm caught up. Yeah. Until. Until. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I was up to 17 days behind. I'm 30. <laughs> I, I, okay, and this is true story. I didn't think that I would get behind. I didn't either because you're so disciplined I, with your I quiet really, time. I really, honestly, I re- really am. <laughs> but when we went away in April yes. to Angie's Mops, I'm not blaming. <laughs> but that's when I got back Me too. a little bit. I got backlogged. Yes. And then I got caught up. I was like one day behind. And then I've just been slipping. I don't know. It's being on a slip and slide. Yeah. 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 I didn't mean to laugh that hard, but I'm really shocked by that. (laughs) Well, you're like 17 so bad. (laughs) Okay. True confession, because the Lord knows this. I got, we're at the point where I got behind, we were in Job. And I'm like, I know how this story (laughs) ends. (laughs) It's not going to go well for Job. Yeah. And so I did skip a few chapters. Oh, <laughs> oh Tracy. I Okay, here's what I did. I, I kind of skimmed them a little bit. And then I went to the talk about it section where our pastor usually gives a recap. So I read that. And then I moved on to okay, the next day. I know you did it before, too. You know how I know? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> because I'll sometimes say, oh, who read, who read today? And it'll show, it'll say, like uh-huh. it's checked off. Tracy DeGraff, Pastor Steve, you know, it's like <laughs> these check marks, Jerry Collins. <laughs> and then, um, and then you commented, like it showed that you hadn't for a couple of days and you made some comment. Yeah. I'm like, oh, somebody's, uh, I don't know. I can't remember what you said on it or anything, but I thought it was funny. Well, I have actually commented in the group to say, 
I need this accountability. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm struggling. I'm <laughs> way behind. I'm trying to catch up to you people, but you're way ahead of me. Yeah. Anyway, all of that to say, I would go back to my younger self and say, do this every year. Read yeah. through the Bible in a year. And that that inspiration comes from Sandy Teske. Yeah, who is, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, yes. Sandy is our friend's mom. She's well yeah. into her 70s, I believe, like 77, yeah. something like that. So, and yeah. she said when she was in her 50s, mm-hmm. which we are, she and she has five children, five or six children. Well, she really she had, had six. six. Yeah. So has- busy mom, you know, kids everywhere. And grandkids, you know, lots of grandkids. So it wasn't until her 50s that she really started reading the Bible through in a year. And mm-hmm. now she's done it every year. Mm-hmm. And she says it's been the most amazing thing for her life. Mm. Brings her a lot of peace, a lot yeah. of hope. I want to be that. Yeah. When I'm 77, Lord willing, 20 more years. <laughs> yeah. I just hope that I can. So, Lord, I'm saying this on the podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> Give me lots of healthy life and help me to stay disciplined. Right now we're in Ezekiel, by the way, in the Bible yeah. app. You know what's funny is when I got past the, the hard stuff in, in the Bible with the mm-hmm. Bible reading and I got to Proverbs, it's my one of my favorites. Yeah. And yet I got behind somehow. But you know what? Progress is better than perfection. That's right. And so even if just like I just confessed that I have skipped some chapters <laughs> cracks but me up. God knows that I know and but. he and he you know what he says to that he says just come I'm gonna meet you where you are that's true I'm gonna come to you all you have to do is seek me and I'm here with you and mm. I'm gonna help you along the road here seek and you shall find yeah because ain't no perfect nothing out there <laughs> right Okay, let's move on. Where else are we going? Well, I have parenting next. Woo-hoo. Whoa, parenting. Yeah. What would you say about parenting? I would tell myself, my younger self, um, it's okay for the. Well, I would say it's okay to do less recreational sports. Oh, I feel yeah. like, um, well, we definitely put church on a back burner and. Um, I, at the time I felt like, well, we made this commitment, so we have to fulfill this commitment. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really hate that, that recreational sports and even I think school sports, I think, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, they're on Sundays and yeah. they're in the mornings Yeah, and then practice Saturday nights and, uh, it really i i regret that so i would say to my younger self it's okay to not do all of that the kids are going to be fine they're not going to be you know these pro athletes anyway the likelihood is very slim yeah and uh so that is one thing that i'd really like to stress to anyone who has younger kids it's okay they don't have to be in everything they really don't yeah, it's a stress. It's a it's definitely a time suck and yeah. money money goes and time goes mm-hmm. into all of these things. And I don't know how people do it with multiple kids. I I don't well, we did it, but but we didn't travel and go to hotels and out of state and things like that. We didn't do that, but we yeah. were I mean, we were gone all day Sunday morning till the yeah. evening and it it was a lot. I, I, I do think sports are good. I mean, it teaches oh, kids, sure. you know, how character. to be, t- yeah, yeah, team players and all of that. But I think, you know, everything in moderation. So that is one thing that I would tell my younger self. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I would also tell my younger self to not bring the kids in certain environments 
where there's um, where they shouldn't be that they don't need to witness. So I'm not saying we took them into like, you know, the strip club. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do anything like that, <laughs> but just social gatherings. OK. And things like that. And sometimes, you know, things could get out of hand. Things are said. People are drinking. I, I think I uh, that's a do over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I can't believe I'm saying this on the podcast. Well, but it's true. I, I think that all of us, I don't think there's anybody that can't think of a do-over that they would do over if mm-hmm. they could, mm-hmm. you know. Um, in terms of, are you done with your list? Go you ahead. A, well, do you have anything else? I don't know. Let me look. Okay. <laughs> um, well, go ahead. Uh, so just feel free to interject yeah, if yeah. you need to. But yes, having raised five boys, that was a lot. That was a whole lot. And I did the best that I could. I think I would tell my current self, you did the best that you could. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are some times when I want to like text my daughter-in-law and say things like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't teach him about, you know, laundry. and You know, I mean, I don't know the different things like yeah. cooking, cleaning. Uh, he, like if you ask my kids, how often should you change your sheets? They'd go, huh? <laughs> They get changed. What? <laughs> I thought we just buy new ones when they crawl off the bed. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. But I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed for many years, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I let go of um, some things that perhaps other moms wouldn't let go of. And and I just have to let go of the fact that I let go of it. Yeah. Right. You, you do. Yeah. And I do, too. Not of things I let go, but things I held on to too, too strongly, you yeah. know. There were some things I just felt like I have to, this has to be done. Yeah. And things like that. That's another thing too. I would have spent, I would have spent um, less time cleaning and fussing about the house. Mm. And <laughs> yes, that was terrible. <laughs> My house was a mess. Anyway, yes. I, I would have worried less about that and really just. Um, Been with the kids. Yeah, and again, it's not like I wasn't, but then again, yeah, there were times that I could have really been playing with them or, you know, and just, yeah, so I would tell myself that. Also, one more thing, too, I would tell my younger self to encourage, to to give our kids spiritual encouragement at uh, a deeper level and an earlier age as well. I mean, w- when we became Christians, then we did. But I definitely would uh, tell my younger self to give a lot of spiritual encouragement. You know, I would say the same. Even though I was a Christian at 19 years old. So I was a Christian when I got married and when I raised the kids. And we had the kids involved in church. They were in youth group. They were in Awana. They were yeah. in whatever the mm-hmm. programs were. But as a family, we didn't sit down and do like devotions or. That's um, what I mean. That's what I'm saying. We did do it once a year. We did our Christmas devotion on Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. But we didn't do the like nightly devotional thing. However, I'm going to say this about that. If okay, because I, I I don't want to put guilt on right anybody. Yeah, right. Here's what I want to say about that: It's never too late to encourage people spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we're God still can, mothers. Our children yep. are grown; they're grown adults, mm-hmm. but we can still encourage them spiritually. Absolutely, and, and we, we do. We 100 percent do. In fact, we do that in the deepest spiritual level when we meet every Thursday for prayer. Mm-hmm. With yeah. we we have a right. small group of moms. 
we've Catherine and I've been doing this for many years. Mm-hmm. I forget now what year we started the prayer things, like mm-hmm. eight, ten years ago, something yeah. like that. And and we started just praying for our kids mm-hmm. by name, mm-hmm. and we pray for their significant others as well. Mm-hmm. So girlfriends, daughter-in-laws, you know, or son-in-laws for others in the group. And that is a discipline that has changed my life, has changed your life. And that's for our kids. And whether or not we see the fruit of that today, doesn't matter. The Lord has it all under control. But yet we can still encourage them in other ways spiritually, encourage them to read through the Bible for themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. in a year and see what God reveals to them. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What else you got? So that that's really it for the parenting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, at the time, it was the best that we could do. I mean, it wasn't like I was going to, you know, I didn't have an attitude, neither did Kenny. Like, uh, I don't feel like being a great parent, you know. We just did the best we could. Yeah. Oftentimes, when you're in the thick of it, you know, you're just trying to survive. So you're Mm -hmm. just trying to get to the next thing, right? You're just trying to get to dinner or get to baseball practice or get to work. You're getting to a bunch of places. Yeah, just cope sometimes. Yeah. So. And then you have other things in life that, you know, zip in there. Right. And demand attention. Here's a, a, a final word on that. If, if you're finished with your list and I'll say this and if you have more to add, feel free. But I would say if we could go back to our younger selves, I would say don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be OK. Yeah. It's all going to work out. Mm-hmm. So don't fret about it. Don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. Very good. All right. OK. Next up. Well, <laughs> the next one is career. OK. Well, here's what I would tell my younger self. Mm hmm. It's okay to be... <laughs> to have 40 jobs. It's, well, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yes, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. It's okay to stay home with your kids if you if you have them. It's also okay to have a career, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's what I have to say about that. Also, I would tell my younger self, uh, take a risk. Don't... I, I really wish I had taken some risks when I was younger. You didn't sign up for the improv class that I was trying to get going. <laughs> Not that kind of risk. <laughs> okay. Right. Did anyone sign up? No. <laughs> no. Tracy, I told you, you're one of a kind. Yeah. It was just me. It was <laughs> going to be, oh, I got to do improv by myself. Oh, wait, that's stand up. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Oh, gosh. Well, Jim Podbolski. Not Jim. Rich. No, he didn't sign up. Oh, I thought he did. No. Oh, nobody did. I think it came down to, okay, so wait, here's a little tidbit. I want to take an improv class because I don't want to take an improv class. And I think it'll stretch me comedically. Of course it will. I think it will build my little improvisational muscle, okay? So I sought it out. I I found a teacher. He was going to come to Piatone. He was going to teach the class. We only needed four students. Four to ten. What? It's improv. I know, but I'm. I was talking to people, and at first they're like, "Well, that'd be fun." I've always, I've heard people say many times, "I want to do comedy." Yeah, but they don't mean it like that. Yeah, they want to do it in their head, like in Mm -hmm. their dreams, Mm -hmm. not in real life. Right. And when they say, "Oh, that'd be fun," they mean that'd be fun for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they mean. You're so right. Why are you always right? I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, you done with career? Or did you have uh, something else? Yeah, that's it because I don't have one. So <laughs> <laughs> You have a career. You're a podcaster. Oh, 
It's okay. a career. Okay. It's an endeavor. Okay. We have sponsors. I'm a career wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a career mama. Mama. <laughs> uh, what would I tell my younger self about career? I would say, get ready. You're going to be a comedian. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Don't cry over all this stuff. It's going to be hilarious <laughs> in 20 years. Oh, my gosh. You're going to yeah. write a book about it. Okay. Speaking of cry, yes. What did you put for emotional? I didn't write anything Me down neither. for emotional. Well, I mean, what do you have for it? What would I say to my younger self emotionally? Yeah. Um, I think all of the above of everything that we've just talked about in terms of you know <laughs> preserving your emotional self, giving, saying no to things, oh. giving yourself boundaries. It's okay. No, don't worry about it. All the things that we've just talked about. Oh, trust good. in the Lord. It's a nice little summary, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to put down for that. <laughs> for emotional. Um, I and I guess I would also say this: having uh had dealt with depression uh, in different little seasons of my life, which who wouldn't be depressed? That's so funny. Mm-hmm. My doctor, who I went to church with, I went to him mm-hmm. for antidepressant medication, and he knew that we had these five boys, and he goes, "I thought I'd see you a lot sooner." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Just give me the medicine." <laughs> Anyway, um, emotionally, I would just say, don't be afraid to ask for help. Oh, very good. Right? right. Go. To, there are professional people out there that can help you with depression. Yeah. You can get on a little, we call it a jibby. Mm-hmm. Jesus isn't back, back yet. Mm-hmm. That was another thing when my doctor called, or I called a, a year after I was taking this antidepressant. And I called him for a refill. And he said, do you think you still need it? I said, look out the window. Is Jesus back yet? <laughs> yes. I still need it. Yeah. And then it became the jibby. Well, now, for some reason, I don't need it. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, well, your kids are grown. Well, could it be? <laughs> <laughs> it was them the whole time. Okay. But it's also, I'm in a different place hormonally. Yeah. I'm done with menopause. Yeah. So... Maybe for a period of time, Mm -hmm. you might need some support. I've been to counseling. I've taken antidepressants. I've done a lot of different things to try to work on my emotional health. I can't believe I didn't think of any of that for emotional. I was like, looking at it. Well, there, it all just popped out. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Very good. Yes. Okay. All right. We're going to go over this article now? You got something else? I had education. All right. What do you want to say about education? I would tell my younger self. Finish. Finish, finish finish college, college. yes yeah. i started i got uh, just tied up with um kenny and working and uh, all of not blaming kenny what i mean is um i just kept working yeah and life then I happened got pregnant after we were married literally then, life happened yeah <laughs> but i would also say that i love learning like i love to continue to learn mm-hmm. i love doing like this this research i love reading mm-hmm. so i love to do continuing education anyway yeah so that's well that. it's never too late you know you can always go back to school it is never too late it's never too late but i don't want to now well, so then there you go yeah uh, education wise my encouragement would be because i do have a degree but i've never really used it mm. you know so i would just say don't worry uh, about it i think you use it oh well, i mean i haven't needed it you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the knowledge is in there. You can't not know what you now know. Right. <laughs> wait, a wait, wait. I don't I didn't go to college. I couldn't follow that. <laughs> I think it's a double negative. Oh. You can't not know something, Catherine. Yeah. Oh, my sister's calling. Oh, go ahead. You can answer it. Hello. 
Hold on, I'm, pre- I'm recording my episode. I'll put you on speaker. Well, I thought you was, but I'm tired of looking at this. And I'm tired of poor old Wendy has to put up with me. And I want to see your daughter and t- Catherine and Kenny. You do? Okay. Yes, but I don't see any bugger else. You don't see any bugger else. Okay. No. Okay, Mom. What are you going to do about that? <clears throat> Pardon? What are you going to do about that? Well, we are going to be seeing you. Maybe we could swing by tomorrow. You just swinging by. Mm. Okay. How? You just swinging by. That's it for time of being. What? One day. Um, I see you a lot. Oh, she says I see her a lot. I'll come see you. Huh? I want to stay a while. All right. Is that okay with you? Because Wendy's, Wendy's been suffering with me because... Yeah, I'm suffering a lot. Yes. So, <laughs> so you know, I want, to, I, I want to see everybody. But, you know, I sit here all the time. But poor Wendy is poor Wendy. Okay. Well, how about next week? Oh, next week. Don't bother. Okay. Okay, she wants me to hang up on you. All right. All right, bye. Great, bye. Hmm. Sorry. That's how it is. I'll probably edit that out. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, obviously you can edit out this whole section if you want to, but Mm -hmm. I would just say this. You know, we're talking about uh, what we would say Mm -hmm. to our younger self Mm -hmm. and maybe we should try to think also about what our older self would say to us today. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I um, did think of that when I was doing this actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's kind of hindsight is twenty twenty, and it's easy to go back because there's no, you know, you really can't do anything about it, but to really stop and ponder what is it that my 77 year old self would say to my 57 year old self Mm -hmm. you know probably some of the same things that we just talked about in terms of not worrying and not Mm -hmm. taking the weight of the world on your shoulders and things like that yeah Mm -hmm. Wendy just texted she said sorry she's been on a rant for ages and insisted I call you Mm -hmm. yeah and that's hard to deal with when she's saying that she wants to call Mm. all right let's go all right what else? Well, we were done. We were moving on to... We did education. Yeah. 10 things people regret. Right. Um, older people. So some people were interviewed. And one of the first things that is on the list is choosing work over family. So um, I'm not surprised because we hear that a lot. I, and I remember working with seniors mm-hmm. and some of them would would um, say that and they would express their sour sorrow over that there's a book called your money or your life by vicky robin mm-hmm. have you heard that no mm. well it's it talks about those issues you know um with people who had put work first and that sort of thing before their families yeah and i think that it's uh, just 
part of our human experience that we all have to make choices every day mm-hmm. of where we spend our time and our money and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. The next one um, is obliging our parents' expectations of Ooh. us. That was a good one. <laughs> Interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought that that would be on there, but I guess it is a uh, a thing that people are saying in their older age that they got kind of sucked into doing yeah. something they didn't really want to do, but that's because they were trying to live up to their parents' uh, expectations or desires for them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, another one was sacrificing our dream jobs. And so it asks, did you ever have a dream job at some point in your life? Hmm. And did you go for it? And so that's a good question, I guess, because I think that some people are afraid to take that leap of faith. And like I was saying, I wish right, I had taken it. some risks. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, one of the things I would say about taking risks Try to, when, when you think about any category of risk that mm. you're going to take, whether it's in a relationship or a career or with money or whatever, think about the worst case scenario. What's the worst thing that could happen Yeah, by taking then, this risk mm-hmm. and kind of work your way backwards? Yeah. It kind of helps. I re- yeah. I remember reading that in um, that book by Canfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Think, imagine the worst thing that could happen Yeah, and then realize it's not you know, not that bad. Right. If you fail, you do? that's not the end of the world. Yeah. You fail. Mm-hmm. But maybe you failed forward. Maybe you made some progress. Yeah. So whatever. Unless if it's skydiving in that case. <laughs> yeah, right. It might be night-night. You know, and another thing to remember is that I always say that rejection is protection. Right. But it also could be that rejection is redirection too. Right. And so that's something to think about. Which is also protection. Which is also protection. But right? you're still going forward. Right. Mm-hmm. By the way, this article that we're reading from is from medium.com and we'll link it in the show notes. And it is titled 10 Things People Regret Later in Life. And it says it's called from the commonly mentioned regrets among aging people by Emeka Nawado? <laughs> Nawando? <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I, I just skimmed give, over the name. I never <laughs> Nawando, it looks like. To the show notes. <laughs> yeah. I just want to give credit where yeah. credit is due. I know. In the show notes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Next up. Uh, for the number four on here is ignoring health and well-being. Oh yeah, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. Yes, my brother-in-law. Yeah, how about he was it? doing that for so long. I'm just gonna say that he just had he just found out that he was, uh, his heart was 99 percent blocked. He mm. just had a procedure, and it was a real wake-up call for him. And he's saying now, and we're so glad that he made it through. He's okay, and. Uh, he's saying now that he many times ignored some signs and just thought, you know, he couldn't imagine that happening to himself. And so, yeah. Um, and he's so young, he's only 59. So, right. you know, you wouldn't expect somebody to be 99% blocked in your heart at 59, yeah. but you got to really watch yourself Yeah, and go to doctors. Don't self-diagnose. Don't, right. don't let Google to be your doctor. That's right. Uh, Okay, so a lot of people regret choosing divorce over marriage. Mm-hmm. They had wished that they had stuck it out in some cases. I had skimmed over this before yeah. our podcast. And they had, basically that was it though, that they had wished that, that they tried to harder to fix some of the problems that they had instead yeah. of just leaving. Yeah. Uh, number six on here is losing touch with friends. I yeah. guess, 
Yeah. Oh, look, it says right in there, life happened, right? Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) But life does happen and you do lose touch. And so you have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. So I would I would encourage you and myself and anybody listening to be intentional about your relationships and reach out. Mm -hmm. Don't wait for people to call you or text you or whatever. Just reach out. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be in the area of where somebody is that maybe you went to college with or whatever, just say, hey, I'm going to be in your area. Let's have coffee. Yeah. Not being a better parent is a regret that I'll some skip people that have. I'll skip it. <laughs> <laughs> we were good enough. Yeah, we kind of covered that. We did. Okay. Not standing up for yourself. Hmm. There you go. Okay. Bullies and opportunists are not only restricted to high school or middle school. Oh, that's some so people true. deal with these kind of people even in their places of work. Oh, yeah. That is so true. You know, I, this is one of the things I love about spending time with your mom. Mm-hmm. She does not um accept for somebody to put somebody down or whatever Mm. you know like she encourages anybody around her stand up for yourself yeah she does actually she really does she says that a lot and you know sometimes i think about that and i go wow go doreen that Mm -hmm. is so true we do need to stand up for Mm -hmm. ourselves we don't need to be a doormat right Mm -hmm. i think she's you know speaking from experience sure and there's older people do have some wisdom oh but she she's 100 yeah she has said that for quite a while now yeah uh okay did we oh dropping out of school there's a lot of people i guess that have regrets about dropping out of school whether it is high school or college well i i actually i regret not finishing yeah you college. just said that yeah, yeah right 10 leaving a lukewarm legacy oh wow that's yeah. deep <laughs> So much so there's a quote here from an author who will cry when you die. <laughs> and <laughs> oh my That's gosh. Funny. Yeah, that is something that I guess you would think about. Yeah, I have said to someone, I can't remember now who, but I've said I hope that at my funeral there's an appropriate amount of oh, weeping. Oh, you've said that many times. Yeah, I want yes. you people to weep. <laughs> you are going to miss me when I'm gone. Remember when uh we did the careers like odd careers? There's oh, professional yeah. Yeah. whalers oh, yes. who to are go hired to, to go to funerals to wail and cry and be yeah. upset and all the rest. One thing that's highlighted here under this category is People will not remember what you said or did, but will always remember how you made them feel. That's true. I always, yeah, that's something I tell the girls a lot. You know, um, I also feel that like with your mom, Catherine's mm-hmm. mom has Alzheimer's and I have been helping out because some caregivers have been uh, on vacation. And when she saw me today, mm-hmm. when I came in, first of all, the dogs like ran to the door. And so I had to, I had to wrestle a little bit with them to get through the little hallway area and when she saw me, she said, oh, it's you, you know, so she recognized <laughs> yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And even though she no, she never says my name, mm. so maybe she can't remember my name, but though she's known me for 20 yeah. some years. Yeah. But I think she knows how I make her feel. Yes, of course she does. So she just feels yeah. comfortable. She does. She, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So All that's right. it. That's the end of that list. I'm sorry. I I feel a little thrown off since that's okay. Since my mom called. Well, since Wendy called with my mom, and I don't blame Wendy at all because I know how it is when my mom is persistent like that. Yeah, just kind of obsessing. But I do feel thrown off. Sorry, listeners. That's okay. You're not. You're, you're not. No need to apologize. All right. Well, let's move along. Let's get to our inspirational close because guess what? We can't do a darn thing about the past. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, right. so let's go to the scripture. Yes. Isaiah 
Chapter 43, verse 18 says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Amen. Amen. That's, That's it. right. Just Don't, forget it. Right. Move forward. Move forward. Maybe learn from your past, but de- definitely move on. Definitely learn from it. And if you need to do a little repenting, get in there and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, confess your sin, whatever. That's right. Because God's in the business of doing the renewing. He is. Mm-hmm. And he's making things new again. Incredibly gracious. Yeah. So give it to him. That's right. And our call to action. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Oh, you, you know, I think um, reminisce about the past, you know, reminisce about it. But just appreciate the fact that here you are with the past. Even if you have some things back there that you regret. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You learned from it. You grew from it. Mm -hmm. You know now what not to do. Mm -hmm. Look at Thomas Edison. How many times did he come up with the wrong light bulb? Many times. Yeah. I just saw a little, right before our podcast, I saw something that said how Thomas Edison lied about inventing the light bulb. And how he tricked the media is what it said. Maybe Believing that he invented it when he really didn't yeah but that's right we were going to do that third step which was you know how do you move forward well you can write yourself a letter yes um i I, you know i've done that before actually yeah and uh, and forgive yourself if you need to do some forgiving yourself yeah also you can do in like there's some therapy sessions where you can put an empty chair and you can pretend that that's your former self your Mm -hmm. younger self and talk to yourself that way those yeah. are a couple ways that are used in therapy. And I do think that if you want to have hope, right? Because too much focus on the past brings us down a little bit because yeah. there's nothing that you can do about it. Mm-hmm. But let's go to the other side and let's go to the hope. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. What would your 20 year older than you self say to yourself now? Okay, it would say, get fit, lady, because we're going to need you to be in a better shape. Yeah, right. (laughs) And if you're feeling low, remember this. It's like a diving board. It has to go down before it bounces back up again. True that. There you go. All right, donezo. (laughs) All right. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. Goodbye. See you next time.